0: And thanks for tuning in to Dell's Discretion. I am Dell. I'm Dell Didway. I'm the host of my podcast. You can find more information about me at my website, DellDidway.com. And that is spelled D-E-L-D-U-D-U-I-T.com. It is pronounced Didway in French is Didway. Don't ask me how that happened. It just happened. So Dell Didway. Dot com. You can follow me on Twitter, at Del didway. It's all the same, D-E-L-D-U-D-U-I-T. On Instagram as well. Instagram is more of my personal. I post a lot of pictures on, on, on Instagram. Twitter, I get a little vocal. Uh, I enjoy Twitter. I, enjoy, I um, don't, really, don't really enjoy social media. I kind of have to do it as an author. Five years ago, I had no social media presence until my agent made me. He says, you will do this stuff. I've gotten into trouble on Twitter and some other places, but it's it's okay. It's all good. I trust you're all having a good week and a good weekend as we're into Saturday here. I am uh, heading towards Charlotte, North Carolina. I have a book signing there uh, on Sunday. I will be attending the Christian Product Expo, which is a great show. I've been to several of those. It's where retailers come to see what's coming out for the spring, and it just so happens I have a book coming out March 8th, and some of these folks will get a sneak preview of it. They'll get a signed copy. I will be signing copies of Dugout Devotions, two inspirational hits from MLB's best. It's a sequel to Dugout Devotions which launched two years ago from New Hope Publishers and Iron Stream Media. And we appreciate everybody who's gotten the copies It's done really well. You know, you, every author wants their books to do really well. I have, a, I have some that aren't. But Dugout Devotions is doing really well, and we appreciate that. It's in the general market. It's in the Christian market. And it's a book about hopefully it will inspire you. It's about my personal interviews with some of Major League Baseball's greatest players, biggest names, current, some retired, a couple of uh, obscure folks as well. Got to throw in a couple of those. But those are the guys who have a lot of great stories. I Had a lot of fun doing research for these books. I call it research. Going down, spending time with these players. And getting to them is not as easy as it sounds. I do have a press credential, which allows me into the locker room in the clubhouse, but I have to be careful. You know, I have to Abide by the same rules as everybody else does. I'm also the, I also cover the games, but I do research for my books, and uh, I'm able to talk to these players a little bit about their faith, which they really enjoy because they're not asked about it a whole lot. And some of it find some of them find it a refreshing change. One of those players uh, was Albert Pujols. And even if you don't follow baseball, you've probably heard that name. Albert Pujols will be a surefire first-round Hall of Fame induction, which he should be, and he probably will be when his career ends. But Albert, if I, you know, these shows are only supposed to go about twelve to fifteen minutes, and if I took the time to list all of his accomplishments, I probably would need. You know, twenty minutes. <laughs> he's won just about everything there is to win. Was not a high draft pick. Was not uh, a high prospect. In fact, he was told by the, by a couple of scouts that you know you're too slow. You may not make it. And so I was, was kind of interesting because um, he's obviously uh, proved them wrong. You know, I get a I get a kick out, out, out of some of those um, the people who. Project and they predict. You know, Tom Brady was a 6th round draft pick. 6th round draft pick. You know, just won his 7th Super Bowl. Most ever. 10th Super Bowl appearances. So sometimes these guys can be wrong in their prognostications. I, I can... Um, one of my good friends is a scout for the Boston Red Sox and he has this form. He has to go down this little checklist, if you will, you know, have to run a certain amount, you know, certain speed and arm strength. And, and I get all that, you know, they have to be prepared to go to the big leagues. But he told me one time we were sitting down and talking at, I believe it was at a baseball park. That he says, you know, who probably would not be able to be drafted today if we had to go by these standards, because you have to check them all. All the checks have to be checkmarked for this player to be considered to be drafted. And he say, I said, no, who, who, you know, who probably would not be drafted? He says, Pete Rose, he doesn't fit hardly any of these. So these forms take away a the human element, the gut feeling the hunch, you know, to take a chance on him. So anyway, um, I did get the chance to talk to Albert Pujols up in Cleveland, which was really cool. It was right when he was in the middle of his, of his home run chase for 600 and you know, the media was always hounding him. And so I approached, I went into the clubhouse and he was actually playing this golf video game. He and Mike Trout and I kind of moseyed my way over a little bit, you know, wanted to keep my distance. And he sees me out of the corner of his eye and he looks at me and he's, you know, kind of a daunting guy to begin with. He says, can I help you? And was basically in a, in a tone that said, get out of here. <laughs> and I said, I just want to talk to you just for a minute. And he goes, about what? Again, he had been hounded. So I, I understood his, you know, standoffishness. I said, I want to just want to talk to you about your faith. He goes, oh, Great. He says, just let me get finished with this game, <laughs> with this golf game. I said, sure. So when he was done, we moved it over to his um, stall, and we talked about his faith a little bit. He told me a couple of really interesting stories. One I kind of knew about, because if he's never met a player, and they, and they get a hit, and they go to first base, because Albert plays first base, obviously, and he doesn't know them, he'll introduce himself, and he'll he said he will pose a question to them. He will ask them. What's the most important thing in life to you? Now that could be a daunting question, especially coming from a multiple Most Valuable Player Award winner. How would you enter that? Because Albert feels it's his job as a believer to ask you, to find out who wants to tell you about the God he serves. And I get that. He doesn't hound. He doesn't, he doesn't, Bash people over the head with it. He just asked them a question. Hey, what's, what's the most important thing in life to you? He said a lot of players will give the typical, you know, my family is the most important, my mom and dad, my girlfriend, my wife, my family. He says a lot of them say, you know, God's, God's the most important thing to me. And that's what he wants to hear. That's, that's, that's awesome. People say that. But when he first came into the league, he was not a believer. In fact, his wife, Deidre, um, helped lead him to the Lord. So he feels it's his responsibility now to do the same, to be a witness. He uses his platform. A lot of folks use radio stations. They use television. They use books. He uses the baseball diamond. And I think it's awesome. And he told me it's not religion. It's not a religion. It's not a religious experience. It is his way of life. And he's all in. And if he doesn't get a chance to talk to you, then fans can see it on his cleats. He, he has scripture written on his, on his cleats. He has Philippians 4.13 on one shoe, Romans 5.19 on the other. You know, this is from a man who's Sports Illustrated's player of the decade, sporting news player of the decade. His priorities are right. He does his job really, really well. But he also makes sure that everybody knows about the God he serves. And he's a great ambassador. Let's say, you know, you have the opportunity to to play against him. You're up to bat and Clayton Kershaw's on the mound. Of course, Clayton doesn't play for the Angels, but let's say he did. There's a fastball and you're lucky enough to punch one through between shortstop and third base, You get a base hit. You round first, you, you celebrate, you clap hands, all right. Go back to first base. Albert Pujol says, I'm Albert. What's the most important thing in life to you? What's your answer going to be? You know, the time for celebrating's over. He deserves an answer. God deserves an answer. Now, let's reel back and go to real life. <laughs> something that that may actually Happen. Let's say you take your 10 year old son fishing, right? Shady spot, relaxing day, picnic basket, bologna sandwich, can't get better than that. Bologna sandwich and some chips, mmm. Wish I was there. You bait the hook, fling it into the pond, you know, bunk. Just you and your son bobber starts to move up and down and you get all excited you hook him hook him and you do and, and your son does hooks the fish and you're coaching him through it you know <laughs> give him some slack give him some line really man really man finally brings it in you know a little bluegill, awesome first catch of the day yeah you, know, you you bring it in you get some pictures let him back let him go catch and release right High five each other, he's happy. Call call mom, send her the send her the picture. <laughs> We've all been there, I've been there. You know, then he says, Dad, this is great. What's the most important thing to you? What's your answer gonna be? The time for celebrating's over. He deserves an answer. God deserves an answer. What is your answer going to be? Is it going to be, hey son, my job's the most important thing. My car's the most important thing. Those are good things. I mean, those obviously people love those, and that's great. But is it the most important thing to you? Is it your family? That's something only you can answer. But you need to have an answer. Albert may pose it to you if you ever reach first base against him. Your son or daughter could pose it to you. Do you want to be caught off guard? And um, 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 I, I don't know, son. What should it be? The most important thing. Are you ready to answer that question? You know, not not every situation will be the same. What if a buddy at work asks you that? Your answer can influence a lot of people. So I guess my challenge today is take an evaluation of yourself. If you're not where you need to be, you can get there. It's okay. What's the most important thing to you? And you know the answer. But is it something your son or daughter or Albert would want to hear? And you can't fudge it. You can't just say what you think they're going to want to hear. Ask yourself that question every day. What's the most important thing to me? And can you live with that answer? Do you need to change your answer? You can. The most important thing to me is my relationship with God, my relationship with my family, my country. Those are the most important things to me right now. My grandkids, hey, they're right up there. (laughs) They're like second right now. Get your priorities in order. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing shameful in it. Be proud. About it. And be sure to check out. Dugout Devotions 2. Which launches. Next week. Or next month. I'm sorry. March 8th. I'll be signing copies tomorrow. For retailers. I'm excited about it. It has Albert Pujols in it. It has. Um, Tim Tebow. Curtis Granderson. Jose Altuve. Al Oliver. Clint Hurdle. Clayton Kershaw, Michael Lorenzen, a lot of well-known MLB players, current and former. They're meant to encourage. Thank you for tuning in to Dell's Discretion. Try to do this every Saturday. Go out there today and make a positive difference in someone's life today.